This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's week 85 of the school holidays. Welcome to Home Time with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're back together for the first time in a fortnight after uh, one of those weeks getting ticked off last week by me uh, in uh, Norfolk, which was beautiful. The, the photos on your Instagram look very nice. Thank you very much. Good weather. Come back a little bit uh, a little bit tanned. That was unexpected. I actually think it's wind chill uh, rather than sun. Uh, but I, Not that I need them today, but I've come back without my cherished Armani sunglasses. Oh, wow, because they, they're kind of a prized possession of yours. They are a prized possession of mine. Uh, I'm a man that doesn't have many, many sort of fine things in life. But the one thing I have spent money on is sunglasses. I'm not a, I'm not a lover of your, your high street sort of uh, off the rack sunglasses. Cheap and cheerful. Cheap and cheerful. I wanted something nice. So I had some Armani ones. Under fifty quid they cost me. Uh, and last week they. They, they met a grisly end at the Great Yarmouth <laughs> Pleasure Beach when I got shunted from behind by my wife on the Dodgems. Oh, well, oh well, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what, how, how did she dislodge your sunglasses, though? I'm in one dodgem, uh-huh. Rocco and Natalie in the other dodgem, because obviously he's five. He can't he can't yet do the dodgems yet. Okay. So he's got to be in a separate dodgem. Uh, and I'm, uh, I've got them on my forehead, because you don't need sunglasses when you're actually going around on the dodgems. So just to confirm, before this continues, you weren't wearing your normal reading glasses and then your sunglasses on the top of your head like a 65-year-old <laughs> dad correct. of four. No? Okay. No, so they're just nestling on the top of my head. I get shunted from behind, the impact of which makes the sunglasses fall off. Off and onto the the surface that the dodgems go around on. Oh wow! The following dodgem then goes over the top of them, but of course you don't really get that visibility, so you have to go around the circle one complete time in the in the correct direction. In the I'll correct tell you direction. Off on the speaker, you got it. Everyone else is going around as well. I come back. My glasses absolutely wrecked oh. on the absolute radio socials if you want to have a laugh you can have a look everyone else has laughed rest of the family laughs <laughs> i am weeping because i love those things I've had them for years everyone else finds it funny isn't it awful when a cherished item of yours yeah yeah, yeah. comes to a grisly end that everyone else finds so funny well i mean you know obviously i have my uh, electronic notebook for ages well it's my favorite possession yes right? I, I make notes on it all the time i know sometimes these are a bit of a fad thing but I do use it all the time and I've kind of looked after it pretty well kept it away from basically kept it away from the kids Mm -hmm. Uh, and then stupidly I was cycling to work and thought went past a bakery which I couldn't resist I'll have a I'll have a pasty not against us but like you know a bakery pasty and I put the pasty in to my bag next to I didn't realise my uh, electronic notepad which has got a very expensive cover for it that I had to buy at the time Uh, and when I got on the train to, to excitedly get the pasty out to eat it it left what can only be described as a bakery goods shroud of chirin (laughs) imprint on my electronic notebook and I could I tried to wash it and everything and I could still see the perfect pasty I mean it reminds me of my favourite food but it's it's not it's not a good look in a meeting do you know what I mean if a cherished item of yours has come to a very grisly ending be bold enough to share it with us Uh, Adele's brand new phone of six months someone dropped one of those big daft mugs on it oh my word (laughs) it's it's making me angry on her behalf uh, says it looked like it had been shot and it wasn't insured. Wonderful. Uh, despite the warnings of the guide, my favourite sunglasses ended up at the bottom of the med whilst repeatedly falling off a paddleboard in Ibiza, says this text. I couldn't find them, uh, even with the help of a local middle-aged nudist man. My mo- <laughs> What's going on here? It's <laughs> a lot happening. Uh, my wife found this hilarious, uh, ends the text. Imagine having a, like a naked, like a nude stranger helping you. I'll help you. I'll help you. It's not down there, Jean Pierre. <laughs>
<laughs> bit of role play there. Uh, Joan and Mick, who have got a shared email address, have got in touch with us on Home Time. It's uh, hometimeatabsoluteradio.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, they say, we had a warning triangle that was unused for 45 years. The first time we needed to use it, someone else ran it over. <laughs> what about that? I like that. Uh, Mark, he's hanging on. What's the cherished item that uh, met a grizzly end then, Mark? Uh, that was my relatively new laptop. Okay, tell us what happened to your relatively new laptop. Uh, well, I've got a bad habit of having a glass of wine on an evening while I'm doing my emails, and on two occasions in the space of three days, I managed to knock a large glass of mail back into the keyboard. <laughs> well, at least it's gone in style. <laughs> what a way to go! So, uh, tell us your seating situation there, Mark. You're not—you're clearly not at the desk doing this. You're—I'm imagining you're lying out on across the couch with your feet over two seats, laptop on your tummy, and then wine glass nearby. No, no, a breakfast bar, quite responsible breakfast bar, uh, knees under the bar. Laptop on the, uh, on the on the table. So okay. twice in two days is that two laptops in two days or twice in two days uh, the same laptop suffered the Malbec? Uh, the same laptop suffered the Malbec, and the first time it kind of went leapt over the keyboard and just a few drops went in. And I thought, oh, that was a close call. But I didn't learn my lesson. Just two days later, there I was in the same situation. So, what are you doing? Some aggressive typing there? Are you typing away like Jessica Fletcher at the start of Murder She Wrote? What's what's <laughs> what's with the movements? <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll, I don't know. I might be listening to your show, the boogieing on the uh, to the tunes, you know. That's it. Listening whilst you're working to home time, dancing to the music, it, it, it increases the chance of wine spillage, doesn't it? It's the home time yeah. show's fault, not the Malbec. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. This person says we were on holiday in London and went on the Thames Rocket boat ride, and one of the other passengers dropped their brand new iPhone overboard when they were trying to take a picture. Lol. Cherished, Come on now. Cherished item that has met a grisly end of. Uh, often other people laughing at you. Uh, George, what went? Oh, well, basically, uh, my tra- my sunglasses sit on this uh, passenger seat in the tractor, and I drive around with the door open backwards and fencing and twice twice in about I think it was about three months I accidentally knocked them out without realising and then drove back and it wasn't until I'd driven over them that uh, yeah they were in pieces so I I would say the damage to sunglasses from a tractor is probably worse than the dodgem (laughs) slightly Uh, well yeah I guess yeah (laughs) I'd imagine so I was I was hopeful that maybe the dodgem might have glid over them but, but no such hope but a tractor you haven't got a hope in hell well, you either miss it or you hit it, and unfortunately, yeah, I hit them. <laughs> so why? So what? Like you're reversing when you're. You say you're fencing, and you're reversing. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of uh, agricultural fencing contractor. So as I bang my post in, I get in the tractor and back back, and then I bang another one in, and then get in the tractor and uh, so on, and so on. And yeah, it wasn't until I walked to the front of the tractor I saw them in pieces. Tractor chat on home time. Uh, you're hashtag, welcome. Hashtag tractor problems. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do now, George? Shut the door? Uh, uh, I keep them on my head or lock them somewhere safe. <laughs> can, can I just make a point to the pair of you, right? Yeah. Uh, you got bought as a joke those sponge things that go on the end of your sunglasses. I know. They I keep know. them on your head. And George, you've seen those things? You could be... What, who wore them in a TV show? It was that bloke on uh, Race Across the World and he had them round his neck across the world. They looked ridiculous. I bet he never reverses over his own <laughs> no, sunglasses. he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? You need <laughs> yeah. some of them, George. Yeah, I definitely do. Or some goggles or something. <laughs> yes, please get them. <laughs> no worries. 8, 12, 15, Texas. You had a cherished item at a grisly end? The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. The halfway point... Of the summer holidays. 
I don't need to hear that. <laughs> How is it only halfway? Oh, What's don't. going on there? Uh, it's home time with Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Never before has the chariots of fire music seemed more, more <laughs> apt. Uh, on a more positive note, I did do something amazing over the weekend. Me and my mate John, uh, who's one of my friends, longest known friend, went to school together in Torquay and everything. And we go off on little cycling adventures. We went coast to coast in Devon with our other mate Jeff a few months back. But he came up with a great idea. Uh, we decided to cycle over all of the bridges across the River Thames in London on one morning. Oh, I like the idea of that. Yeah, it's got it's got a good ticking off sense That's kind of nice. feel to it. I don't know if it's got like a name, this thing or whatever, but we did it anyway. And it was a great way to see London. Stopped at a few nice coffee shops along the way, mm. living it up. Uh, favourite bridge, I think Putney Bridge. Never been over there before. That was a nice bridge. How can Tower Bridge not be your favourite bridge? It lifts. I know, but I go on the, the tube there the whole time. So it's like I've oh, seen yeah. I've seen everything about Tower Bridge. You know what I mean? Whereas I've never been on Putney Bridge. I think Hammersmith Bridge completely shut. Clean yeah, it or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Widen it. Well, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, but it was 20-odd miles or so. And I ended up having a sandwich on the district line all the way back to Leon C. Absolutely fantastic. But I've got uh, like a silly, annoying cycling app which keeps a log of stuff. And, and and this little adventure plus my normal commuting to work, etc., meant that I clocked in at 43 miles cycled last week. Good going. Which I'm really impressed with. I was like, I'm happy with that. That's a good little um, stat. So I thought, why don't we open this up to, to our amazing audience here? Do us a favour in this hour of the show. Tell us an amazing statistic about you. OK, all right, OK. Uh, 43 is your number. 59, me. What's 59 what? 59, new season, but I'm still bang average at Fantasy Premier League. That is uh, the amount of points I've got uh, after the first weekend. Can I just go on the record and say I hate fantasy football so much? Do you really? I absolutely, <laughs> you really? It's the most boring thing on this planet. I hate it. <laughs> it's just boring. But it's, it's, a, it's a forum for, for boring chat amongst people. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I am literally Mr. Boring because I am so bang average. I think the average score this weekend, 55 so far, I've got 59. Just knock it on the head. Delete the account. <laughs> okay. I encourage anyone who's no good at that to Noted. just... I, I say this to Katie, my other half. We just sit there and moan watching EastEnders. Now's the time to stop. I will never bring up Fantasy <laughs> Premier League again. I, it makes me mad. It makes me, like, annoyed. <laughs> anyone else bored you about Fantasy Football recently? Anyway, look, we're getting <laughs> off track here. Uh, someone called Exhausted on Twitter says that they have, <laughs> they've got 1,276 Chrome tabs open on their computer. No You way. can't do That's madness. Uh, 32,711 is uh, the number from this particular text. Ooh. Unopened emails on the phone. Oh, that is horrible, isn't it? Isn't I, that awful? I thought mine was pretty bad, but that's, that's triggering, yeah. isn't it? Uh, let's go to the phones. Alan, what's your interesting stat about yourself? So my interesting stat is at the 2010 World Cup uh, yeah. in South Africa, being a South African born and bred, uh, living in the UK, I went to 16 games in 18 days. Well, well, well. That is an amazing it was, stat. It was, it was amazing. It was uh, how did you, I, mean, like, I mean, I've got no concept of how big South Africa is, but did you have to do a lot of miles to get to that many games? I, I did, but um, I mean, I, I mainly went to Pretoria, Johannesburg. Um, I, I flew down to Durban, uh, one in Cape Town. But yeah, it was a bit of, bit of travelling. But I, because I got family all over the place, it, it was amazing. I just, I, I literally applied for tons of tickets, got a load of tickets, and wherever I went, I just said to my mates, "I've got four or five tickets. Who's coming?" Do you know what I mean? It, I, I'm not, I'm not rich by any manner, but it, it was so, it was reasonable price compared to tickets in the UK, and it was. It was just amazing. Now, um, memory memory yeah. says that uh, England tanked in that tournament. Terrible. So, what was uh, what was the best game that you went to? Well, out I, of those sixteen, I, I went I, I went to the England. Um, I don't know who they played. Was it England USA 
in, in Rustenburg, uh, where Robert Robert Green oh. stepped down. There is, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we're, not, right. we're not we're not going to talk about that. Too yeah, much, yeah. Probably, I'd probably see the opening game with my dad. Um, my dad, my dad's been in construction all his life, builds a few a uh, few of the stadiums in his life, not not to the World Cup, but previous stadiums, and taking him to the opening game, it, it was just a mental. 18 days well, well there you go uh, the, the, the gauntlet is thrown down my friend brilliant to speak to you if you have done anything like that or uh, can you beat 16 games in 18 days get in touch now you can text us it's 8 12 15 no problem at all cheers gents Yannick has been in touch he says I've been to Germany a grand total of four times and I've kissed three women there he actually says something worse but I've changed it he says a 0.75 success rate according to my Opta stats I was three from two at one point, but my last two visits have been as a married man. Yannick, mate, do keep us posted. <laughs> oh, Yannick, that does not reflect well on you. Uh, Rich says he's on a wordle streak of nearly 250, and Sarah says my husband and I are the same age for three days every year. That's impressive. Good stat. <laughs> Mark, your stat, please. Uh, 1,440. The, uh, the number of... Unique species, gender, or forms of Pokemon I've caught in the last three years. Wow! And and you say catch Pokemon, Mark? How are you? How are you catching them? Uh, through the old games, I'm sort of like, through lockdown. I started to sort of relive my childhood a bit and uh, started with the original red, blue, and yellow games, and I've uh, worked my way right up through to the Switch. So this isn't the Pokemon Go stuff that people used to do with the phone, then? I'm oh, still dabbling in that as well. Okay. Uh, but no, if you want it. The online challenge, the Master Decks challenge, if you want it to be pure, in inverted commas, it has to be on the original games. Wow, so you're getting old kind of games, old games consoles, and completing, like, legendary Pokemon challenges on that. That's it, yeah. Mark, would it be a rude question to ask how old you are? <laughs> I am 35 years old. Another pertinent number, I would say, in this particular <laughs> Absolutely. Stand. And what do you do, Mark? Obviously, this is, this is very fun, knockabout and carefree with your Pokemon uh, 1,400 different species, but what do you do in your day job? Uh, I work for a council in Leicestershire. My uh, my stepdaughter introduces me as Mark, who works for the council, to almost everybody she meets, <laughs> uh, which unfortunately does make me sound like a social worker. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, may you catch many more Pokemon, and do keep us posted when you hit 1,500. Lovely, thank you very much. We've got someone online who would like to remain anonymous. Do tell us, then, what your statistic is. Well, basically, it's, that is, it's number one, basically because I have um, one more rib than most people. Um, which sounds very strange. So just to confirm, then, your stat number is one because you have an you have an extra rib or you lost one rib, which means you've got no. one more rib? No, I've got one more rib than most people. So I think we, we, we normally have 24 ribs, is that right? Um, I'm not quite sure at the top of my head, to be honest with you. Oh, I just thought, isn't terrible. I was thinking about barbecues and sticky sauce. Then. I'm so sorry, I don't want to try and eat you. So I just want to know more about you. Where does your 25th rib sit, then? Basically, it sits along my collarbone because a few years ago I was suffering from a lot of sort of neck pain and when you get the stiff necks this and the other and I was getting pains down my left side of my arm which is normally a sign of a sort of stroke heart attack. Oh right. Um, so basically I went to hospital because I was in quite severe pain um, and they had asked have I, have I had a upper body x-ray um, I said, not what I'm aware of from a kid. Um, so he took the upper body x-ray and when all the doctors were standing around and looking at the x-rays, I'm sort of really panicking, thinking, what's going on here? Is there something seriously wrong? 
And then the doctor came over and actually says, basically, what it is, you've got an extra rib which sits on your collarbone. Um, it's it's not that rare, but obviously you don't hear a great deal about it. As I say, there's, there's some Adam in the terminology because obviously Adam removed the, the rib to create Eve. But the medical terminology has got Adam in it. Um, so as I say, I've got this extra rib which sits sort of on my collarbone. Um, and that's the number one stat which I've got. So, did you have your Adam rib taken out, and then you take no, it home no, in a jar, or you keep it there? No, 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 it's still there. Basically, still there. I was supposed to see a specialist, obviously, probably about twenty odd years ago, uh, to see what could be done and this and the other. But never actually got round to going back to hospital. But I've never really suffered as such. So, is there it. anything that you've found that you're especially good at now because you've got an extra rib? <laughs> Normally, the ribs um, get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> No, probably I'm a bit, a bit heavier than most. That's what it is. Oh, I'd love that as an excuse. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Any weight issues? Because I've got I've got extra ribs. <laughs> it's the extra ribs. What's going on? I might get it checked out. Well, we, we've never spoken to anyone who has an extra rib on this oh, show before. This is a first for Richie and I, and it's uh, brilliant to have you on. So thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, no problem. Take care, guys. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. This is the daily takeaway. Daily takeaway.